this is Big Wheels UFC Corner. UFC Corner, and boy, oh boy, do I have a special episode for you today. Man, I am literally just bursting at the seams with so much energy and hype and fucking inspiration. Just from li- just from watching this UFC fight, it was literally like watching uh, a Rocky movie, man. It was like watching Muhammad Ali uh, fight. It was just insane. Just back and forth, back and forth action. And you know exactly what I am talking about. I am talking about the main event of the UFC 225 card in Chicago, Illinois. It was something else. The main event fight was so damn good. Every single fight before it, I could barely even remember. The Kobe Covington Kobe Covington fight was highly entertaining. However, the main event, it just, I, I could hardly remember that fight anymore. The only thing I remember now is the main event, just how dramatic, just how suspenseful, just how smart, just how just eventful it was. It had everything. It wasn't a bar fight. It wasn't an a entirely defensive fight. It it had everything. Some at some moments it was insanely offensive. Sometimes it was defensive. It the fight changed every single round. It was like every single round they were switching up styles just based on what what happened on the last round. That is something that I have not never seen in a fight ever. Just insane. Usually every fight I see. You know, maybe the first round they have a different game plan and then they stick to the game plan the whole fight and that's it. But this one, it was like they just kept switching up, kept switching it up. And it wasn't like little tweaks to the game plan. It was it was drastic, um, just um, just flips on the on the game plan. It, it had everything, man. Uh, man, I'm so I'm so hyped. I, I could go on for days. Um I want to talk. I I kind of want to talk about the Kobe Covington Covington fight. I I will I will touch base on that just a little bit because um, it surprised me. I'll be real with you. I I didn't know Kobe. I had no idea Kobe could fight like that. And I'm glad he actually delivered like that. He won a lot of fans. I I kind of like him a little bit now, but I can can't really get on the on. I can't really get on his side like that because he is a total troll and. Me personally, I, you know, if I got, if I became his fan, I'm sure I would, I would be no better than him. So I can't do it. But, uh, all right. Just thanks for, thanks for tuning in. I got another episode. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm still getting used to this app. All right. Anyways, um, I thought this, uh, recording was going to clip off right there, but let's, let's jump right into it. All right. So I'm going to talk about two events. Are two fights on this card. All the rest of them I, I enjoyed, but you know they're not really worth my breath or my time, and I'm not really hype about them. You know the CM Punk one was a just an amateur hour. It, it was so bad it made me want to jump in the ring. It was, oh god, it was terrible. Anyways, let's let's get to the meat. Let's get to the to the information. Let's get to the hype that you tuned in to hear. Kobe Covington and RDA. A lot of drama leading up to this fight. Of course, uh, Kobe, you know he 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 was talking so much trash, trolling it up that everybody wanted to see this fight, and he did exactly what he what he needed to do. The biggest heel in UFC history, I'm sure. 
you know, all the rest of the hills in UFC history, they haven't been as brass and just asinine as Kobe Covington. And that's exactly what he is. He's just a damn troll. He's nothing funny about him. He's just a, he's just a despicable, ugly troll, but yep, he made everybody watch it and he delivered. So I can't be mad at him for that. Now, if he didn't deliver, then, you know, fuck him, but he delivered. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a fan of him now. Just a slight fan. Other than, all right. Anyway, anyway, just about that fight. So RDA, he was, he was, he was throwing some good licks at him. He was throwing some good licks at him, but I don't know. It was just that Kobe, he kept, he kept throwing a few good blows and then he would go to the legs and he would take RDA down. And then he would kind of rinse and repeat. And, you know, after a while, when you're, when the judges are saying that, that's, that, that starts to stack up. And that's all they start to see is, you know, um, Kobe getting a few good licks in and taking them down. You know, RDA, he would get a, a few good ones here and there, but it wasn't anything significant. Nothing that that made you say, "Oh my God, I think Kobe's gonna go down." Kobe, he definitely controlled the tempo of the fight the whole um, the whole fight, and uh, he kept interesting. I had no idea he was gonna come out like that. Um, I thought he was gonna I thought he was gonna stink up the place and you know uh, have a boring fight, but he delivered, and I'm. I'm happy for him for that, you know. Like I said before, he he. I'm sure he's got plenty of fans now. I'm definitely interested in seeing the the post fight interview. See what what is going to be said. Um, that fight, I don't really think that was a controversial decision. I definitely felt like he won that one. But anyways, I let's get to that was a little boring. <laughs> that's 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 just how I felt about the fight, man. That that fight, it was interesting, but man. The main event was the shit, as as I'm sure you could tell by the intro, which was was highly uh, dramatic. So I'm, yeah, let, let's get let's get to it. I I'm gonna go round by round, man. This this fresh on the brain, so I I was gonna wait till tomorrow, but if I wait till tomorrow, it's it's not gonna be as hype. It's not gonna be as interesting. So let's get into it. All right, first round, I was just baffled by by. Uh, Yoel Romero's strategy, smart as hell. But when he when he came out, I was like, okay, Yoel, what what are you doing here? What are you doing here, Yoel? Let's let's get the moving. He was just he was literally sitting there in front of him, hands up around his head, looking like Mike Tyson, but he wasn't low. He was really high, torso completely exposed, but he was really high, uh, susceptible to the takedown. But of course, Robert Whitaker doesn't take people down. He's a he's a pure striker, so he didn't really have to worry about that. So he's just sitting there, hands up around his head, and Robert Whitaker he's throwing the blows, he's throwing them. He's he's he, Robert Whitaker is a straight up killer. He he is a murderer. He he has the look of a murderer in his eyes. I would never want to mess with him, and that's exactly what he does. He is aggressive as hell, and he just kept throwing them. No matter what, he would keep throwing those blows first round. And Robert Whitaker he had that. It was kind of like he had almost a Philly shell. He was exorbitant. All, that's it, Robert Whitaker. Yoel Romero, he was he was literally had that uh, Philly shell, and he was exorbitant all the blows, throwing, uh, and he was throwing sharp little counters. It wasn't it wasn't a lot of them that he was throwing, but when he would throw them, Robert Whitaker, he would he would fill them and he would keep it moving. But man, 
I, I think the the biggest thing about that is I, I watched all the interviews leading up to this fight. You know, Michael Bisbee, um, it, it's funny that he was actually kind of, he was, he was talking about this fight, um, before it happened. Of course, he was like, yeah, I, I think, uh, Robert Whitaker is going to TKO and blah, blah, blah. Cause, uh, Cause Yoel Romero has a predictable style, blah, 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 blah. Cause he thought he was gonna, Yoel Romero was gonna come out and just, you know, throw a few blows and try to wrestle him like he always does. But man, he, I, 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 I won't bullshit you. When Michael Bisman said that, I kind of believed. I was like, eh, you know, he's got a point. I, I kind of do see Robert Whitaker just destroying him. But man, he, he uh he switched it up and I'm sure Michael Bisman is like, Holy shit, I did not see that coming. Because I won't lie to you, man. Yoel Romero, I, I love the guy, man. He I like all his fights. All his fights are entertaining. But I I don't really feel like he's the sharpest tool in the shed. But man, he, he made me feel like a dummy uh today because he proved me wrong, dude. That's that's a smart fighter. That is a smart dude. Cause his coaches and himself personally, I'm sure they was like, okay, so if we do the same thing over and over again, you know, we we do the same strategy that we did on the last fight, of course we're going to lose this fight, man. So let's switch it up. And they switched up in a big way, dude. I have never seen that before in a UFC fight ever. Ever. Usually the rematch, they're like, yeah, man, uh, you know, I got these new tools. I'm Everything I everything I did on the last fight, I'm gonna improve on. I'm gonna do better. And basically, they come out with the same game plan, but they they add a new weapon. But he he just he literally threw away his best weapon, which is wrestling, and he and he and he replaced it with striking a striker defensively and offensively. Man, that's a nice segue. Anyways, that was the first round. Uh, Robert Whitaker obviously took it. He was throwing more blows. He was dealing more damage. However, Yoel Romero, he was saving energy and he was picking his shots well. So Robert Whitaker obviously won that one, but it was still a close round. Second round, Yoel Romero has the same kind of strategy, but he's a, he's a little more aggressive. He's kind of bouncing around a little more. He's using a little more energy and, um, <clears throat> And Robert Whitaker, I, I believe this is the round where he he started dealing a lot of damage. And I was the third; it was probably the third round. But Robert Whitaker, the second round, this is where he really started to tee off, really started to get loose, started to throw kicks. And man, this was this was a this was a nice little back and forth. Um, I think this round, Robert Whitaker, he was definitely dealing a lot more damage. It was getting kind of even uh, damage wise, but. Um, but yeah, it was at at one point in this round, it it wasn't looking good. Or no, nah, no, nah, let me let me take that back. In this round, it was it was still even. But the third round, that's when it's that's when it really started to get ugly. Um, I could I could definitely see that Yoel Romero was slowing down. He was uh excruing a lot of energy, and it just wasn't looking good for him. Robert Whitaker, he was literally just teeing off on him, beating him up like a punching bag. It was getting ugly for him. And, um, you know, at one point, for, uh, yo, Robert Whitaker caught him with a hard, hard, hard-ass left. And I seen him catch it with, I was like, oh, shit. And you could tell it just, it just, 
it was a hard ass punch because your Yoel Romero he stopped everything. Uh, I think he was gonna go for a hard punch right there, but he got hit by the hard left. I swelled up literally instantly, man. And it was at that point I was like, oh my god, he's about to just TKO this man. He's about to stop the fight just from uh, just a massive amount of damage. And then it was either this round or the fourth round uh, where where uh, Yoel he got he got he got hit in the in the crotch region or in the balls or whatever. And then he, you know, this might be controversial, but hell, he he uh, he played the game in his advantage. He got hit in the, he got hit in the Johnson, so he took that time to rest up, get a little extra energy. This is the third round, so he's sitting over there for about a good. 30 seconds but hey that's the game you get you get hit in the junk you get to you know catch your breath make sure you're right and then you get to fight then you get to go out there and fight again but you know as he was doing that i was thinking to myself you know you're you're taking all this time to make sure you're you know you get your stamina stamina back you know front front like you you know you're really hurting because you got kicked in the jewels because he barely grazed him. He he really didn't seem like it phased him at all. He just really used it as a tactic to get energy, of course. And then I'm thinking, shoot, you you taking all that time to restore energy. Robert Whitaker, he's doing the same thing. He's getting a chance to breathe now, so he's getting stronger as well. And lo and behold, as soon as, as soon as the little break is over from him recovering, Robert Whitaker, he just comes out, man, just throws all kind of punches at him. And they going back and forth. Uh, finishing the third round in just a blaze of glory. Then the fourth round, oh my God, that's where it gets crazy. Oh man, it's uh, I'm I'm glad I'm doing this right now because if I did this tomorrow, I probably have to watch the highlights. But the fourth round, if I if I remember correctly, that's when uh, once again, that's where Yoel Romero he started dealing a lot more damage. He started to Get the get the better strikes in the exchanges. So so was so was Robert Whitaker though. I won't take that from him. Robert Whitaker. He was throwing these these. He, it, I think it was the fourth round. It had to be the fourth round where he threw three sharp punches. Man, and they were loud as fuck. They were so loud. I was like, oh my god. If I got hit by that, man, it, it's over with. Not only was Robert Whitaker throwing hard ass punches insane hooks insane straights he was throwing these hard ass leg kicks it was either the third round or the fourth round where robert whitaker threw a leg kick and it hit yoel romero on the side of the head and it sounded like a damn gunshot it sounded like he got hit by a two by four man it was like and and yoel romero he took it like a champ he took it and he just kept moving he, he definitely stumbled a little bit but he kept moving but Man, in this round, this is where this shit started feeling like fucking Rocky, man. It felt like we were watching Muhammad Ali fight. This where it got crazy as hell. Yoel Romero, he he's coming out there. He's taking all kind of damage. And he just catches catches Robert Whitaker with a strong-ass right. Or it was a left. Who knows? It was a strong-ass punch, though. Knocked him down. Not or not, it, not it wasn't. I wish I could remember. Now I think the fourth, yep, yep, fourth round, he knocked him down with a strong ass punch. 
But before he knocked him down, I believed he rocked him, had his legs wobbling. And then next thing you know, he's got him up to the, against the cage, throwing all kind of punches, just just swinging for the fences. And he's not throwing, but he's not throwing, he's not throwing just to, just to throw the punches. He's throwing them smart. He's picking his shots. He's dealing real damage. However, you can definitely tell Yoel Romero is gas. So is Robert Whitaker, man. They, they both just hanging on by a thread, throwing the punches, Yoel Romero. And he was at, at, at one point, man, it was like, Yoel's got this. He just got to keep throwing the punches. And he was dealing the, he was, he was landing the punches well, but he just couldn't get him out of there. And it, and, um, and then the fifth round. Oh man. This is where, this is where it was like a, an outer body experience, man. It, everything slowed down. Every punch mattered. Every second mattered. And it was on. It was, um, Oh man, I wish I could. I wish I could remember the play by play, but I'm trying my best. Fifth round. Um, let me think. Yeah, fifth round. They cut. They come out of the gate, and uh, they don't come out of the gate swinging because obviously they don't. They don't have a lot of energy. They taking their time. But the fifth round, man, I I get right to the meat of it. This is what I remember from the fifth round. If anything, um, Robert. Robert Whitaker pops him a few good times, pops Joel Romero a good few good times, few good exchanges. Then next thing you know, Joel uh, um, hits him with a left, and then I believe Robert Whitaker kind of backed up, trying to get out of the way, kind of get out of the, his range. And Joel Romero he steps in toward in toward in toward toward uh, Robert Whitaker, so he's in perfect range, catches him with a. Hard ass right, man. Fucking his whole body just collapsed. He drops, uh, falls to his knees, I believe. And uh and then Yoel just jumps on his back, starts throwing all kind of blows. And at this point I thought it was over, man. I thought Yoel Romero was gonna put him out. I thought it was gonna be a KO KO victory, TKO or a knockout. And man, I just had like an out-of-body experience without thinking without anything man just got up immediately clapping my ass out like holy shit he's about to win this but yoel he he uh he did as much damage as he could man he he got him up still throwing punches at him kneeing him kneeing him in the back kneeing him in the chest kneeing him everywhere throwing all kind of punches man just uh and then i think toward the end of the fifth round he just like holding him and i and me personally, I felt like that was a good idea. He was just like holding him because at that point, man, this fight was basically his. Because I mean, he 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 knocked him down the fourth round. He knocked him down the fifth round as well, and it, and it's starting to look like all the momentum is toward Yoel Yoel Romero. And if you know anything about UFC judges, if the only thing they really remember is the last thing that was done. And he was doing a lot of things toward the end. So it was like he basically had it in the bag. Um, now it was 40 seconds left. And then I believe at the last 40 seconds, it wasn't anything else that was really done. So at that point, I was like, okay, yeah, Yoel, he's got it. He's got it. He's got it. Like I said before, 
the judges always remember the last thing that was done. So Yoel, everything. Um, and now, what else was I about to say? Um, but yeah, man. Um, ah, damn, I just lost my train. My I just lost my train of thought. But um, but yeah, they went to the decision and split decision. Robert Whitaker won. Which I'm, which I'm not insanely mad about. Um, Robert Whitaker definitely deserved it. It was, it's, it's gonna, they're gonna be talking about this. They're gonna say Yoel Romero definitely won this. Um, it was a very close one, but Yoel won it, et cetera, et cetera. I'm sure it will be that way, but you can't deny that Robert Whitaker definitely put a lot of damage on uh, Yoel Romero. He literally swole one of his eyes shut. Um, he gave he gave him a hell of a lot of damage. It was just that uh, Robert Whitaker, he couldn't really get any blows that could knock him down. So, you know, people will always say, people people always look at the person that knocks down the other person as the one that's, that's going to win the fight. Blase, blase. But, you know, the one thing that would have made me mad if Yoel Romero would have won, that's why I'm kind of glad he didn't win because he didn't make the weight. So he would have won this fight and they would have been like, he won the fight, but he doesn't get the belt. And that would have been just fucked up on so many levels that I'm, I'd rather Yoel lose and just lose a champion, the people's champion versus, versus winning and being a fucking just winning and just be like, well, you won, but it really doesn't matter because you didn't win a belt. So it's like, what the hell? You know, he's at that point, he would just be a, a fake champ. He wouldn't be a champ at all. And then the then the belt is kind of in limbo. And then you got all that drama that goes with that. So Yoel Romero, Robert Whitaker, you're definitely blessed. Every all the UFC fans with a true, true fight, a main event caliber fight. Both of these guys put their heart out, put put everything on the line for, for us, for our entertainment. They didn't hold back. They didn't they didn't pussyfoot around. They entertained. They energized, they motivated, they inspired, they did everything a UFC fighter needs to do in a main event. That is what the UFC is all about, man, delivering on a big level. And I salute the UFC for entertaining me tonight. That was that was something else. Like I said earlier in this podcast, man, um, it was a few fights I seen today, and they remind me of like dumbass bar fights, man. Like um, it was the it was the heavyweight fight, not a uh, not Alistair Overeem and Blaze. Uh, God bless uh, Alistair Overeem. That's one of my favorite fighters, man. Um, unfortunately, I feel like he he needs to. He's he's one of the highest paid UFC fighters, so I see what what, what he's doing. But damn, he's get he's getting knocked out a lot. He needs to. Yeah, he needs to sit down. I don't, I don't, I don't know what to tell him. I will give him two more fights, then retire, man. Cause you gotta think about your health at this point. Cause he's getting fucked up a lot. But um, 
um, the heavyweight fight with the the Australian shoey dude, the and the Russian dude. Man, that that was a good fight, but man, that was a fucking that was that was a bar fight, man. It was a bar fight. It wasn't anything smart about it. It was just though they it was just they throwing punches. Hopefully it lands. Um, you know, if if I take your punch, more than likely my punch is gonna be harder than yours. And that's all they were doing. It wasn't anything smart about it. They weren't they weren't doing any game plans. They were literally just throwing hooks out there. And so then that's that's one of the reasons why I forgot about that fight almost instantly. Uh CM Punk fight, you know where I forgot about that fight. That was a trash fight. Um but yeah, man. This I'm I'm on I'm beating a dead horse, but this main event had everything. Something that I haven't seen in a UFC fight in a long time. Very strategic, smart fighting. Man. And I think I'm gonna leave it there. Um I hope you enjoyed this podcast, man. I'm glad I did it tonight versus, you know, doing it uh tomorrow or technically today. But yeah, man. UFC number one, man. Um yeah, I hope you enjoyed enjoy the rest of your night or whatever. I'm getting tired now. But all right, man. Peace out. This is Big Wheels UFC Corner, man. This is a pleasure doing. All right now, peace out. Thank you.